Bing a boom ching kong, one four three. Bing a boom ching kong, four three. Welcome in once again to the one four three podcast. I might start using that. Welcome in once again. That's nice. DJ is here with my co-host Jasmine, who is very sorry for everyone who's had to listen to DJ singing again. But it's it's it was it was catchy. But don't but don't don't boom. It's catchy. Yeah, okay. it's a catchy tune right there. All right. Today's topic. Yes. Yeah, we're going uh, trust issues today. Yes, because... And I'm not talking about any, like, team trust issues that you might have. We're talking about relationship trust issues. <laughs> uh, well, because on one, of, on one of my other podcasts, I want to do a show called Raven's Trust Issues. But anyway. Okay. Side point. So, today we're talking about trust issues because... Last week we did a poll and we had you guys guess what we were talking about and a lot of people voted trust issues, which surprisingly, which by the way, if you're not following us on Instagram, we're on Instagram at the one four three dot podcast. We are on Instagram and we post clips over there. We post pictures, post some infographics about ourselves. Uh, you can interact with us. You can uh, send us topics, all kinds of things over there at 143.podcast, if that is right. That's correct. <laughs> okay, so, trust issues. So, first, let's get into maybe the different types of trust issues, or different types of trust, okay? Mm-hmm. I, guess for, I think that's the best place to start. Yeah, so, actually, before I went into this... Um, topic i talked to my mom and i was asking her like a reliable source yes um what about trust is important to her and she was explaining that she feels like there's three different types of trust so pretty much a personal trust which means you can like trust someone to protect you that you can trust them with your belongings like just a sense of like personal trust i mean how would you explain personal trust yeah i think I think it's a trust at like another level like that you don't have with like a stranger you know um you're not gonna trust someone you just met to you know grab your clothes for you or mm-hmm. grab I mean I mean even like grab a drink for you or something like that like you know yeah. there's a deeper level that I think you you have yeah uh, with, with like the person you're in a relationship so kind of like general trust but not yeah. just to anybody even just with like friends too yeah yeah okay so then she also mentioned emotional trust like trusting someone to emotionally support you or you can trust this person to validate your emotions or they'll take care of your emotions they won't use them against you um they're just supportive yeah, and I think this is one of those types of trust that takes time. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't just meet someone and then immediately start unloading. Right. Uh, but, I mean, I guess it depends on what type of person you are because, you know, there's people who are really open, who are really good with opening up to people in that way, self-disclosing in that way. Uh, but I think I think this is one for me that I would say takes a, a little bit of time to, to know, number one, who you're talking to, how much can you trust that person, uh, and how much can you uh, give them. And you know, also, you want to make sure that they're not going to use that type of stuff against you. Um, right. You know, your emotional, uh, whatever emotional feelings you may have to a certain situation or certain things, or, uh, you know, I don't want to feel, you know, someone to feel some sort of emotion 
to a certain thing in life and then I say well you remember that time when you got mad at me for that you know like you have to yeah. like you know it, it's, it's it takes it takes time to and plus like you say like it takes time because you have to like slowly like give them information that you have to trust them with which is also something that we'll talk about later um but the third one that she talked about was financial trust like you can trust someone like with your money or you can trust someone who's like dependable like with um bills and stuff or like i mean i think this one's kind of hard for people though it should be (laughs) because like a lot of people you know i i think even for me like i struggle with trusting people with like my card you know because you don't want them to swipe it 800 times and then you look back on your statement and you're like oh well that that's not what i spent that on but also like just it you know probably gonna be a run-of-the-mill answer for all of these but you know it takes it takes time to trust somebody with with your with your money too and like sometimes like even like what you make um yeah stuff like that like that's stuff that i think we're taught through our adolescence is like you know keep this private keep this secret so then when you finally when you're finally with someone who you can trust in that way sometimes it does become hard to uh give up that information because you, you've always you all you've known is keep, keep, keep yeah and you're never you've never been taught when it's appropriate to share it or how much to share it because like just because you're in a relationship with someone doesn't mean that you should share everything about your account with them but i mean because that could cause some problems it could be a safety concern yeah so. right yeah and you i mean it's not anybody's business what you personally make but I guess whenever you start having to make like deci- like financial decisions together, then yeah. it matters a little bit more. I think some of that goes back to too, like uh, lending money. Like how much do you trust financially? Do you trust people uh, when you're lending money to them too? Um, some people you know not to lend money, <laughs> not to lend money too. Yeah, that's honestly uh, a really good point. But, but you know, uh, other people you don't. I mean, you just don't, you just don't know. Like, you know, when you're first meeting somebody, I don't, I don't, you know, like, hey, can I, can I borrow a dollar? I think sometimes you, you learn financial trust just from, you know, the more you know about Experience. the person. Experience, yeah. Because yeah. like, you know, like, okay, like I can lend this person a dollar and they're actually going to give it back. Or I couldn't lend this person half a penny because they, they would lose it before they got out the doors. Yeah. Okay. So I want to, um. It's like central, nothing matters. And they listed off some, I guess, symptoms or like some like telltale signs that you might be experiencing trust issues. I feel like trust issues is so hard to define because you can grow up with trust issues from maybe your parents or a friendship, but not necessarily relationship, which means all relationships, but like, you know, a romantic relationship or, um, Honestly, you could have just grew up around so much distrust that you don't even realize that you're that you have trust issues until you're confronted with them. But this one said things like persistent jealousy, um, self-doubt, constant suspicion, suspicion, which I kind of feel like leads into jealousy, um, false accusations, symptoms of anxiety, um, avoidant behaviors, being needy, being super sensitive not able to forgive people, um, abandonment issues, like being scared that someone will abandon you, 
Aban- is that the word? Aban- yeah. yeah. And uh, like signs of codependency. Yeah. Well, and these are good. Like they're good, almost like precursors to why people either struggle to get in relationships, struggle to stay in relationships. Yes. Um, struggling with the people they may be talking to right now uh, is you know like it all goes back to these kind of trust issues, and it's one of those things where you kind of have to understand your traumas and where they come from and be okay with testing those things yeah and i it just made me think too like trust issues are not necessarily something you're responsible for um trust issues they can be but in most cases i feel like they're because of your experiences or something that someone has done to you I think where trust issues becomes your own problem is when you let them control you or inhibit you from, I don't know, building real relationships, which it's not easy, but... And I think, too, like, people have to understand that having trust issues is not an indictment on you and you alone, either. Like, you know, because a lot of of times, like, we... Trust is one of those things where you can't let it, kind of like you said, you can't let it control you. Um, you know, you have to um, test those things and like understand, like, okay, I can, I can go, I can talk to this person in this way because I'm not gonna get like, like you can't like avoid relationships altogether because of having trust issues. Exactly. So before DJ starts preaching, we've got our own, our own little two cents that we want to share. So. Pretty much we're going to give, each of us are going to give a piece of advice to the people who are trying to get in a relationship or don't even want to be in a relationship um, and are just struggling with trust issues. And then we're going to give our little two cents to the people who are in a relationship or situationship or whatever type of ship you're in. And Maybe on a cruise ship. That Yeah, that one too. Um, just our two cents and how you can navigate trust issues i will say this make sure you put the little band-aid thing behind your ear uh, in case you have trust issues with the uh, motion sickness but anyway uh (laughs) before you get in a relationship make sure you kind of confront those issues um like make sure you and sometimes you really like in most things in life you have to sit down and write down what you're what you're going through journal it however you got to do it to to make it through it uh you know yeah, yeah, yeah. You have phone a friend. That's that's a good one too. Um, and you can, you know, recognize that your your trust issues and acknowledge them and like let let them be something you can work through, not something that is a this invisible wall that you can never break through. You can all there's always a door uh, that's in front of you. It's not always just a wall. Yeah, I think confronting them is really important because if you don't address them, you're just going to carry them like a book bag and it's going to go with you everywhere you go. And if you do get in a relationship, it's literally going to fall through your hand like Sam because you didn't confront them in the first place. Well, and a lot of people, I feel like sometimes they let their trust issues uh, keep them out of relationships. Oh, I'm not ready for a relationship because, and that's a valid, that's all, that's honestly a valid thing to say. But sometimes you're not ready for a relationship because you got your heart broken in your last relationship. Yeah. But like you have to understand that there comes a point where you're gonna have to deal with that heartbreak, heal from that heartbreak, and then come back and and re- reassess, uh, you know what what's causing your trust issues. I kind of have the example of like a car accident. 
you know when, when you're in a car accident one of the biggest things you have after a car accident is anxiety when getting back into a car you know but you you can choose a couple of different options you know number one you can never get into a car again and basically be helped by everybody else to get to where you want to be or you can face that trauma head on and you know, be back to where you, where you want to be it's the same thing with, with relationships there's a lot of traumas that we feel there's a lot of uh, anxieties and frustrations um, that we feel and if we don't face them as hard as that may be I think as painful that, yeah yeah I think sometimes that that's the thing that, that's painful and it's hard and it's frustrating and it doesn't make sense but at the same time until you face it you're never gonna face it get over it you're never gonna uh be able to do what you have to do yeah so to all the and people not get over it in a bad way <laughs> you know. yeah so to all the people who's been being held up by um trust issues are they ignores them or not this is your sign but anyway so my advice to people who are not yet in a relationship are they letting their trust issues not even just letting them but their their trust issues are holding them back um, I'm just gonna kind of piggyback off of DJ and say like pretty much if you want to build a muscle you have to use a muscle so you're going to have to want to confront your trust issues and you acknowledge this is not my fault this is something that has impacted me because of ways that I've been hurt once you do that this is where the real work happens you have to actually give people stuff that you're gonna have to trust them with. I mean, you can't, I mean, confronting it is not enough. Yeah. That's a starting That's, point. Like you said, you kinda have to move forward with it. You yes. can't, you like, you know, it. Cause once you get in that car, like you are saying, you can get in the car, but if you're not gonna actually drive it, then yeah. it's no good to just be sitting in that car. Yeah, it's kinda like if you wanna. But you work up to it though. Yeah, it, it's kinda like if you wanna see uh, nature and you wanna see the plants and the trees while you walk, well, you walking on a treadmill is not going to do that for you. Um, you know, you have to, you know, get out there, explore, see what's out there, even though the treadmill can also uh, be a lot of work. Yeah, um, because like if you're just always holding on to that trust that you're not ready to give people and you just keep it in your hand, um, it's just it's not doing you any good. And then so, for like during the, like within the relationship, I guess, uh, you know, your my next step would be to talk through it, uh, which I think is a cliche answer sometimes. Um, and you're probably like, well, duh. But I mean, it, it is more so about being honest with yourself and being honest with that person that, yes, I have these issues. I have these stress issues. This is what's holding me back. Um, this is why I can't move forward. So at least they know and whether, you know, whether they can accept it or not might be a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Oh, let me intervene, though. But for the people who keep it making excuses for liars, he ain't talking about those situations. He's talking about the people who who are really struggling, not the people who's got blatant liars and that should have trust issues with those people. Okay, continue. But yeah, I mean, you just have to... You have to talk, talk through it, right? You know, you have to, like, confront it. Confront it head on. Um... I'm very much of a person where I, f I feel like, you know, you 
you can build up that kind of battery almost. You can build it up and you can, uh, you know, it's, it's something that when you confront it head on, it builds and builds and builds because you're getting more exposure to it. Yeah, well, you can confront it head on, but you can do it in different ways. It doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, here's everything that I ever wanted to, someone to be able to trust someone with. Here's everything. It's like slowly, you know, like, yeah, head on, but like in whatever ways makes you comfortably uncomfortable enough to learn mm-hmm. and to learn trust. Yeah. And, and I think, too, like, monitor the changes that lead to distrust, too. You know, like, like while you're having this open and comment, this open conversation, I should say, make sure you're kind of monitoring those things that lead to the distrust that you have. Um, things like, you know, wanting to go through your phone and stuff like that. That can be a sign, an early sign of, oh, I don't really trust this person. Like, I think I should trust this person. Yeah. And let me just add that. That is one thing that me and DJ have never done. And you can't say never for the future, but we will probably never ever do. Is because, like he was saying, that's a, if you already are getting into these waters of, oh, let me see your phone, let me check your phone. If you only trust me on the basis of something that you have to confirm, that's going to teach me that I need to be sneakier. And it's going to show me that what I say to you doesn't matter. You don't value my words. It just get. I mean, and plus, there's things that like DJ may talk about with his friends that's not appropriate for me to know. It's not my business. Or DJ can. I mean, DJ is his own person outside of the relationship. He he can have his own personal things. It has nothing to do with me. Just like for myself or anybody in a relationship, you are your your own person outside of a relationship. Someone should not be constantly monitoring your phone unless they pay your phone bill and their name is mom or dad they don't have no business going through your phone that's that's just absurd yeah i mean and and for me because i know you got your point too but for me like i feel like going through someone's phone is a no-no because it does like set a standard of distrust yes it does like it it set like you know it sets that foundation that i already don't trust you yeah you're literally building your relationship on trust issues yeah which is going to fail. And, and it's the old adage of, if you don't want to know the, the answer to the question, don't ask. And, you know, sometimes like, kind of like... Or you, say, you look for something and you find it in your bag because you found something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there, there was, yeah, there, I mean, there was... And sometimes it's not even as bad as you think it is, but everything's horrible out of context. Yeah. And then some stuff is really just not even your business. Your part, everything that your partner does is not your business. Like... That does not, we're not saying that someone should do whatever they want and talk to whoever they want, however they want. But people do have identities outside of relationships. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay. So my little two cents is if you are having all these trust issues and maybe you have confronted them, you've been honest with yourself, you've been honest with this person that you're in a relationship with maybe just maybe it's time to reevaluate the relationship why do you have so many trust issues in this relationship did you have it in your last one do you see this being an issue in your next relationship maybe it's the person not the relationship maybe you're just with someone who's not very honest or leads you to feel like they're not honest and also too like to piggyback on that maybe you're not with the right person yeah you know because i mean like there's a lot of people who are self-conscious who get with flirty people and then you're more self-conscious mm-hmm. right like there's people who are just nice people who are just like oh you look you look nice i, I like that sweater literally That's dj nice. 
like but like if i'm with someone who is not comfortable with me saying that then i might not be with the right person because Mm -hmm. i i may just be someone who is a this is not a word but i'm gonna make it one anyway complimentative person okay somebody please send that a webster because that's a good word but anyway like you (laughs) know i i i might just be like with somebody who is more I like to give compliments out. I like to make people feel good. I like to make people smile. Um, another thing too is like I know people who are very like touchy, not in a weird way, not in an odd way, yeah. just in a like that's how they connect to people. Hey, how are you? They touch you on the shoulder. Yeah. Hey, I hope you're doing well today. You know, like it's just one of those things where like if if your partner is going to be self-conscious about that then maybe that's not the partner for you or yeah. once again kind of like we said maybe you should have a talk about that and see if that's something that can be combated yeah and another reason to reevaluate the relationship is because if you already have trust issues not only will they exacerbate those issues but if you don't have them they are like setting down the building blocks for your trust issues and i think it's kind of hard like because things happen gradually especially when you're in a relationship from the inside looking out um at some point the responsibility of trust issues eventually lie in your own hands because i think people let things go on for too long which again it's easier said than done but at some point in time when you know somebody's a liar and you stick around and then you walk out of that relationship talking about you got trust issues baby you knew they were a liar like you knew (laughs) you knew this so yeah this person started your trust issues but you defined them and you made them you made them real like yeah and and i think too like you know i always say like it's always up to you if you're if if you're gonna fix your trust issues you can't rely on somebody else to fix them for you yes somebody else can aid somebody else can be like that kind of shining light of like this trust beam but at the end of the day if you're not gonna work on it for yourself you're not gonna get to where you want to get anyway because it's up to you to be the one to say i have i have a trust issue here i can work on this this is what I can do to fix it. Exactly, because if you don't confront them, a trust issue, no, no matter whether it was your fault or not, it becomes your own problem. Because if someone if someone gave you trust issues, or they caused them, or they made them worse, that was not your fault, but it's still your problem that you have to work through because they're out here living their lives no matter who, how many hearts they've broken. So it becomes your problem you have to fix whether you did the damage or not. And that sucks. And that's just how life works in some situations. And you're, like you said, you're the one who has to fight through that. Um, I mean, that's just, that's just that's, that sounds horrible, but it's just how it is. Because if you go into your next relationship and you don't confront these issues, you're going to end up putting a whole lot of you're bringing a whole bunch of baggage and trust issues into that relationship and you're going to sabotage potentially great relationships because you haven't grown yourself in the way that you need to. Yep, it's all about self-reflection and self-growth. Yep, even if it's not your fault. Um, but do we have anything else for the good of the order? Is that what they say? Um, I don't think so. Have you ever experienced trust issues? Trust issues? Um, trust issues i feel like uh, like in a relationship or like friendships or i feel like i've experienced i feel like sometimes i've I've, in the past i've experienced trust issues like maybe like putting myself out there um in that like 
and what I mean by that is, is you know, when you're when you are dating and you're looking and you feel like you're getting closer and closer to who you're supposed to be with, sometimes there's uh, struggles along the way. Like sometimes there's being stood up along the way. Sometimes there's being, uh, you know, dating someone and then two seconds in knowing that oh, this is a waste of time along the way. So yes. like, so like some of that, like, but those are I, I always say like. I don't think anything, I don't think you should regret anything because at the end of the day, like it's all a learning experience for you. Yes. And I just had a friend go through a breakup and I've heard this so many times when my friends have gone through breakups or just struggles within their relationship. They say things like it was a waste of time or I finally opened up to someone and it all went to waste. And like you know like all the things people say that's like this was a waste of time or i put so much trust in them i don't think i can do it again literally this is exactly what we're talking about like if you're experiencing that that goes back to what i was saying like you have to use that muscle and realize that you were using that muscle when you gave that person your trust your trust in that relationship was way weaker when it started like your trust issues have transformed even if it feels like it's really bad at the end of a relationship you literally built it from the time that relationship first started and you started having trust issues like you worked that muscle throughout that relationship and now you know better going into your next relationship that shouldn't stop you from it's not it doesn't mean that the next relationship is going to be perfect that's not what it means it just you know well it's worth it once you find the right person yeah and what and you know, for example, if you got fired from your first job, would you never apply for a job again? Exactly. No, like, but like I said, and I've told many of my friends this too, like, that, you know, have felt hurt after a relationship or felt like they don't want to ever get one, in one again. Like, you know, we take, we take care of ourselves when it comes to money, right? We like, like, so look, kind of like the example I just gave, if, if you got fired from a job, would you never apply for a job ever again? Would you never go get a job ever again? No, because you have to have a job to, to live your life, right? So why is it that we're so comfortable with being happy financially, but not being happy within ourselves? Yeah, because one thing that I've learned is that I'm not saying everybody's meant to get married, but no matter what type of relationships you have, it's important, like God wants you to have relationships in life. God did not design human beings to be isolated to be on their own like it's like god wants you to have relationships with people like that's just how it is and no matter what type of relationship we're talking about whether it's with a parent um a romantic relationship friendship sistership brothership whatever type of ship you want to call it like all of them take some level of trust so including those cruise ships yes and um, no that takes a lot of trust (laughs) to get on a boat how do it still blows my mind the fact that boats don't sink to get on a boat to get in a car especially after the titanic i mean i would wouldn't be surprised if anybody got on a boat ever again but yeah they are fun plenty of activities but they're okay yeah so yeah just know that your trust issues are not your fault however it is your it is your responsibility once you are ready and push yourself to be ready i say um it's not your fault but it's your job to overcome that because nobody else can do it for you you're only hurting yourself and inhibiting your own self and inhibiting your own relationships so yep and i think that is the perfect way to end this episode of the 143 podcast what is this episode five yeah already already five cinco episodes in cinco episodas in yeah so go follow us at um the one four three at 143.podcast on instagram and you can 
interact with our story, send us some topics, um, anything. Just, do, we're open to all types of ideas. If you do listen to this and you are in a relationship or you're not, everyone, send us a picture this week of you and your significant other or yourself giving us a peace sign so we know. Yeah, and there's kind of been talk about the G word, should we say? Maybe. I don't know. Or should we just keep everybody? They'll have to, they'll have to look on Instagram and see it. Yeah. They, they might they might have to just... Instagram is the... The secret you know, of there. Yeah. Even though they probably heard your whisper. But anyway, okay. as always, definitely hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the 143 Podcast. And that'll do it for this one. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until next time, say bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>